right, Andrew, start the music. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Oh my God, we are back. We out here. We out here. NBA's back, we're back, the flop is back, everything is good. It's crazy. The NBA is back. Oh my gosh. And you know what, Andrew? Your Warriors might three-peat, but I think next year is not happening. I'm not sure why I opened with that. I'm just pissed off seeing your Golden State Warriors shirt. <laughs> that's why, huh? Yeah, where your Clay Thompson shirt is given to me by my brother. Yeah, shout out to the Golden State Warriors, shout out to Clay Thompson, greatest shooting guard of all time. Hot takes are back, baby. Shout out to that one for eight performance in opening night from three. Hey, okay. guys. Yeah, he shot 24%. Hey, Jimmy Butler didn't do too much better. Just saying. Guys, it's opening weekend for the NBA. It's opening week, guys. We're here. We're back. We've been like three there's months. There's already been like 13 games. I know. It's been crazy. But you know, there's a lot of information to download into your brains about the beginning of the season. But you know, we're going to recap a little bit for you guys today. I know it's been a long kind of hiatus that we've been on. Yeah, it's been three months. Oh my gosh. It's been three months. That's Man. unbelievable. I mean, we talk all the Insane. time. But three months since we've recorded and talked basketball. I guess should we go back and recap some of the stuff that went down that we didn't talk about? Yeah, you know, the last thing we talked about was what is Kawhi going to do? Or what is Kawhi's camp going to do and what are the Spurs going to do? He ends up getting traded to Toronto. I feel like the farthest away from the Spurs. Now he's super happy. DeRozan is now with the Spurs. I don't know. What do you guys feel about that trade? Do you think it was the right thing? And who won? Oh, interesting. On paper, they both won. Yeah, man. And, the, and that trade has Danny Green, you know what I mean? That's kind yeah. of an underrated piece, I feel like, that the Raptors have. Just because Kawhi's a better player, I'm going to go ahead and say the Toronto Raptors won because they acquired Kawhi. And they got a great rotation player in Danny Green. Danny Green is going to play minutes in the playoffs for you. You know what I'm saying? That's valuable. Whereas, what, they get DeRozan a pick? They got DeRozan, the backup center, and the pick. Yeah, right. pick. And I don't know who the backup center is. Spurs are obviously kind of... Do you feel like they're rebuilding or you think it's just like they're still okay? Who? The Spurs? I mean, after this year. You know what I mean? Well, if DeRozan the, is gone. No, they I still have DeRozan for... The, I think the Spurs years, are right? transitioning for sure. I mean, a bunch of the veterans left. I mean, obviously we know about DeJounte Murray uh, being out for the year. Um, right, Tony I think Parker's this gone. This is a weird time for the Spurs where their previous identity is definitely gone and... I don't know if it's rebuilding as it is transitioning. I don't think they're rebuilding though because they they still have the talent to compete in the. Yeah, in the they, didn't, not, they don't need to blow it up yet. Yeah. Right, they don't need to blow it up, but obviously I agree with you, Andrew. Like the identity is a little different. Oh, not for sure. Not sure what the focus is, but they obviously they can still compete. You know, they're yeah. still the Spurs and they have the talent. They're gonna make the playoffs. But yeah, I definitely also think that on paper the Raptors win that trade. I mean, Kawhi had to get out of there. And he ended up in the Raptors. New coach, though, so we'll see how they do. Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse. The next move that happened after that that we need to catch up on is Melo to Houston. Well, Melo to Atlanta and then to Houston. Right. He was on the Hawks for a hot minute. They even made a jersey for him. Just for him, though. And then Reggie Jackson went from the Hawks to the Thunder. Yeah, I forget that Carmelo was on the Hawks for all of, like, four hours. Wait, Reggie Jackson or Schroeder? Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder, yeah. Reggie Jackson is definitely... They look yeah. similar. Yeah. Wait, do they? <laughs> Hold on, let me take a look. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking They're like... I mean, Jordan's like the skinny with a streak in his hair. What you, I haven't looked at a picture of Jordan. Right, Jackson Reggie Jackson is also like a skinny, smaller dude as well. Oh, you know, God. I feel like... But anyway, I was concerned about Melo going back with D'Antoni because I felt like they've always had kind of bad beef, you know what I mean? But, you know, he's he's off the bench right now. Did not he say yesterday or the other day that he's not comfortable coming off the bench? 
Yeah, he said that before the season two, and he's still getting used to the role. Right, right. They end up losing to the Pelicans kind of bad. Yeah, really bad. They lost by 20. I mean, yeah, it's game one. It is game one. It was just a, overall, the Pelicans just look amazing right now. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, hold on. It's one game. It's just clear to me that the Pelicans are very, very hungry. I think they're hungry. The Jazz look really good. It's hard to tell game-wise, like, where everybody's at because it's, you know, we're coming back from the offseason. Everybody's, you know, still getting into shape. But it's very obvious that AD's gunning for it, dude. Right, right, right. Well, I also think it's Gentry's third year on the Pelicans. He's finally got all the personnel that he wanted. And they're just running his system perfectly. You know, he was your assistant coach for a while. Yes, he so was. He is running the fastest-paced offense in, in the league with the Pelicans right now. So Yeah, they end up losing that, and I feel like they're missing Ariza a good amount. Mba Mute, right? He's gone? He's too. Yeah, but Ariza just had a blow-up game on the Suns' first first game, too, so that's amazing. Right, 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 right. That is kind of low-key a fun team to watch. Jamal Crawford's on that team as well. Oh, the Suns? Yeah. 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 I'm super excited for the Suns. Oh, I got to see the preseason game between Warriors versus the Suns. So I got to see DeAndre Ayton play. Booker was still uh, injured, so he was on the bench. But I got to see Ayton play. It was really exciting. Yeah, was that great? Did um, he live up to the hype in person? You know... I've never, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I've never like seen a, a high prospect rookie like early in their career. Yeah. And when I was watching that, I was like, mm-hmm. uh, if I had to evaluate him right now, I'd be like, oh, okay, he's like a rotation center, like nothing crazy. But I went back and looked at his block score. He had 18 points. He was like eight for 13. Really, really solid. He was grabbing a lot of boards. I, I guess it's it's hard to tell, especially during preseason when no one's really playing defense. And no, his, his first game was really efficient too. Yeah, he killed. He killed his first game. Uh, me and AJ actually watched that game live at his um, apartment, and him and Devin Booker have just some really good feel for each other. Yeah, Devin Booker played great that yeah. first game. What did uh, Aiton had 18 points, I think? 18 and 8 and like a, a few blocks, and his efficiency was ridiculous. I think he shot 8 for like 10. 8 for 11. Uh, the next thing that we did not touch on yet as well in the offseason was... <laughs> A good uh, friend of ours. Shout to the God. Uh, Jeremy Lin to the Hawks. No, we're not talking about Jimmy Butler yet. We got to save that for after because I got to leave. No, no, you got you to gotta get to the, all the talking points you want to talk about. Yeah, we so we got to. That's for me and Arby to Y'all talk about out. Jimmy yeah, Butler yeah, yeah. after I leave. Exactly. Y'all have some passionate. Ab- <laughs> um, but also, yeah, so Jeremy Lin ends up getting traded from the Brooklyn Nets to the Hawks. I know I was super bummed when I found out, and most Jeremy Lin fans kind of knew as well how important he was to like the morale of the Nets and even, you know, Kenny Atkinson and and these players say that he's helped change the culture of the Nets, uh, bringing them more together. They'd always have outings at his house that we'd see on Instagram stories and all those things. So I felt like it was almost like a backstabbing to Jeremy Lin. I know that sounds a little dramatic, but like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business. This happened right before the DeRozan stuff. So at least when I talked to you and, and Arby about it, it's like, man, this is big. And then obviously the DeRozan thing happened, which was even more backstabbing, I felt like. Yeah. Oh, the DeRozan thing is yeah. super messed up. That's right. The worst one. But for someone like Jeremy, it's like we were hoping kind of, he had, this is his contract year, you know what I mean? To prove himself again next year. And we thought we were going to get to see him more with the Nets and Kenny Atkinson. They have a strong relationship because of insanity and things like that. So I was a little bummed. Um, it seemed like Jeremy was a little bummed as well, but you know, he's accepted it, and uh, now he's playing with Trey Young. I mean, you're obviously closer to Jeremy, and you talked to him. Um, Did he see the future of his career in Brooklyn? See, the silver lining for me is like, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets might be in a better position in the East than the Atlanta Hawks are, but he gets to be a part of building up Trey Young into whoever Trey Young is going to be. 
Um, and I think right. that's valuable, whereas, like, the Nets are I, but it's still a mishmash of random people put together. Um, yeah, I just don't know. What, what he, Did he see himself yeah. there for a while? I mean, when I, when I first talked to Jeremy, it's a little, like, not knowing kind of why maybe mm. i don't know i can't really like speak for him you know i mean the the way we talk is like yeah there's a certain tone it's not like he was like oh my god the hawks yeah can't wait you know what i mean he, just did, so, yeah, he didn't want to be traded no one wants to be picked yeah no one else. wants to be tra- yeah yeah and unknowingly that's kind of a big thing it kind of came out of nowhere the day before kenny atkinson literally or jeremy lynn said right now no one has told me that i'm in trade talks or anything like that so i can see how that's a bummer I mean, obviously, we do see that it could work out with him and the Hawks, and this could be a great role for him, like building up Trey Young and stuff. But I still think there's a big part of him that feels maybe underrated by the league in general, and fans who watch him and watch his game feel that as well. So, I mean, I still think that he could be a starting point guard somewhere. So I just hope that this offseason, too, he was talking about how, you know, Steve Nash didn't get his MVP until after he was 30, you know? So, like... It's just one of those things where it's like he's going to model his game more like Steve Nash, you know? So I still have hope for him as a main piece to a winning team, hopefully. That's just my hope. Yeah, I think he definitely could. He has the skills to do it for sure. It's just a matter of health for him. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Right, praying for him. No, I also think, like, now that we, it's hindsight, I actually see where Brooklyn's going now. So why yeah. they traded Jeremy? Because they just wanted to free up the minutes for like Levert and Dinwiddie and Russell without having. They're typically just building around Levert, Allen, and, and Russell. So I think that's where they're going forward. I don't even know what they got for Jeremy. Oh, what they got? Yeah. I don't remember. I think it was nothing. I think it was the same kind of deal when um, the Rockets traded him to the Lakers. Yeah, it's just a business trade piece decision. Yeah, it's a business. I'm looking forward to what he's going to do this season. Tonight, he's playing right now. Currently, it's Friday for us out here on the pod. I don't know what day it's going to be for you guys, but he's playing right now. He's not getting played a lot, and that's all good. You know, it's still the beginning see, of the season. Look at his box score. Is he? He's fully healthy. He's, like, all good. He's working on his explosiveness getting back, but um, he's just not playing at a time. Oh, three for five, though. He has put up five shots. He's 60%. Only 14 minutes, but you know, maybe they're easing him back into NBA form. Who knows? Guys, before I go, I want to talk about LeBron real quick and my prediction okay, yeah, yeah. for him for tomorrow's game. Uh-huh. This game will have probably already had passed for you guys, but Lakers versus Rockets, this is kind it's of a Saturday. big deal. It's a season opener for Staples. So it's, it's his home opener um, versus the Rockets. That's a good, tough team. Man, his debut with the Lakers was 26 points, second highest debut of all time for the Lakers. I think that, that this true? season opener is going to be even stronger based... Yeah, it's true. That's a Laker-ass stat. <laughs> <laughs> it is, right? This Saturday, I think they're going to do even better. I think this team can beat the Rockets. I mean, I don't know about a seven-game series. I- I'm just talking about tomorrow. I think that the Lakers can beat the Rockets. Yeah, I don't... I, yeah. yeah. I don't doubt that. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for your hesitant answers. No, no, no like, I don't I doubt don't. that. You guys have the best player in the league. James Harden, he didn't shoot well last game. He just didn't play well. A lot of shooters aren't shooting well. Clay yeah. didn't shoot well. A lot of people. Oh, yeah, you just got to bring up that Clay sucked. Anyways. Jimmy um, Butler didn't shoot well either. Shooting well today. All right, do you guys <laughs> think... I know the bets are in for the last half of the thing after you guys talk about Jimmy Butler and the games and stuff. Yeah. But since I have to go, is LeBron scoring over 26 points, which was his last stat for that first game? 
Andrew yeah. versus the Rockets. Twenty-six, no. dude. Their defense is horrible. I say yes. Rockets. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think they're gonna be on the perimeter guarding like Bi and like Josh Hart mm-hmm. and all those guys. They're not gonna go off. Josh Hart played really great last game. Yeah. I think he had what did he have like twenty? But I think they're just gonna open up a lane for LeBron. Okay. What about you, Arby? I'll say no. I just think okay. LeBron's gonna be more passive and try to feed the guys more. Well, I'm gonna say yes. And that leads me to my exit. I love you guys, RV and Andrew. Please have a great episode. I can't wait to listen to the rest of this. Yeah, I'm glad you were able to record for the beginning of this, man. Yeah. We're going to just do our thing. All right, fun. guys. Good luck. Don't right. fight too much. Have Think, fun, Pretend dude. I'm there. Yeah, we'll, we'll Thanks, miss bro. you, bro. All right, talk to you soon. All right. Love you. Bye. Yo, F freaking the Lakers. I don't want to talk about them. LeBron's trash. AJ's trash. I'm just Bro, kidding. <laughs> I am like super hyped right now. I wish you were watching this game that I'm watching live. What are you watching right now? I'm watching the Wolves-Cavs game, and Jimmy just hit a clutch pull-up too, and then Pat with the help defense on Caleb block. They're only up by four, and it's their home opener, so. According to NBA.com, they're up by six. Did the Cavs just score? Oh, yeah, never mind. The pull-up by Jimmy, uh, them up by six. Okay. Yeah, so Cat just saved it from going down to four and there's only 16 seconds we're gonna get into jimmy butler talk in a second since we're already talking about him i'm just checking his stats wow he has 31 yeah bro he's shooting 10 for 12 10 for 12 wow they need him they can't win without him (laughs) okay let's do it they really can't so the biggest storyline in the nba as of right now now that the season started now that we've seen lebron play is this whole jimmy butler saga i'm sure you guys know what's going on i'm gonna let rb recap because this is his favorite player in the nba so I'm going to let RB tell it in the way that he wants to. What do you think? <laughs> tell the people. So Jimmy Butler, I guess, has been unhappy with management where, where they say, well, this is from Jimmy Butler's mouth, by the way, um, that they've been promising him all this stuff, that he's going to be the centerpiece, that he's going to be all this, and they never acted upon it. They offered him an extension, which was $130 million, but it was less than Andrew Wiggins' extension. So I think it just kind of pissed him off, and he requested a trade. But yeah, the trade was public. It was like two weeks before the season started. It was yeah. when, he, when it came out. Because he, he, was just, he was just done with it. And it just became a giant hoopla. He wasn't showing up for practices. Jimmy just held out, held out. They're supposed to get a trade done with Miami. And the craziest story is Pat Riley said... Yo, no, 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 no. Okay, let, let me tell this one. All right, <laughs> let me tell this one. So people thought for sure Jimmy Butler was going to get traded to Miami for uh, Josh Richardson and a pick. And a pick. And, and, a, and a pick That's for a Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Josh Richardson's looking nice, by the way. Just, He's balling. He's balling. Um, and then Thibodeau agreed, Tom Thibodeau. They exchanged yeah, t- medical. Yeah, they exchanged medical information. He agreed. And then at the last minute, Tom Thibodeau's like, nah, Pat, you got to throw in a sweetener. And allegedly, uh, Pat Riley called him a mother effort and hung up immediately. That's a gangster <laughs> yeah. story. I hope it's true. Pat Riley said it's not. But I'm going to go ahead and pretend it's, it's 100% true. That's amazing. Imagine if that shit was true. It would be crazy. And then the final part of the story. So the final part of the story is after that trade fell through, Jimmy showed up to practice. Finally week, shows up to practice. A week before, he tells everyone he's going to show up for practice. He tells Rachel Nichols that he's going to show yeah, up for practice. Yeah, he flies Rachel Nichols of the jump out from <laughs> whatever, LA or wherever she is. Yeah, so imagine having the balls to do this, because honestly, if it didn't pull out the way it did pull out... Oh my god, just say what it is, and then we'll wax poetic on it. The legend wouldn't be as big. So Jimmy goes into practice. Waxes everyone. He pulls third stringers. He pulls the third stringers, beats all the regulars, the starters, calls out Andrew Wiggins, calls out Cat during practice to go at him. Calls out the coaches and front office. He tells the GM Scott Layden, who is trash, that you 
effing need me, Scott. You effing need me. You can't you win without can't me. Without me. <laughs> and just walks out the court after he whoops everyone's butt. He walks out the court and straight into an interview with Rachel Nichols. Yeah, it was legendary. Yeah, so they canceled a couple more practices for them to settle down. And now Jimmy Butler is in the starting rotation for the Minnesota Timberwolves while they figure out a trade for him. Yeah, or they keep him because they honestly, the effort. I watched both games. I'm a Jimmy Butler fan. I'm a Derrick Rose fan. So the first game against the Spurs, they had really good effort. Cat got in the foul trouble and fouled out quick. Oh, did he foul out? Is that what happened? Yeah, he fouled. That's why his stat line was terrible. He had eight points, nine rebounds on like six shots. Oh, I thought he was just sticking it to Jimmy Butler, making Jimmy Butler win it. Yeah, he had a <laughs> 21 minutes because he fouled out so early. Um, Andrew Wiggins was playing, but I hate saying this. You know I He played well in the first game. He's played well the first game. He played hard on defense. There were some rotations that he missed out on. Jimmy had a rough start. Closed it out well. Derrick Rose missed a game-tying layup on an ill-advised shot. But today he made it up. They did just beat the Cavs at their home opener. I like how you casually just forget to mention that uh, Jimmy Butler went 9 for 23. So he must have started really rough if he turned it back on the second half. Because that is not a good stat line. Yeah, and the only three he hit that day was the game-tying three at the end of the game. Yeah, you gotta keep shooting, right? Yeah, you gotta keep shooting, yeah. You know, I play missing wide-open threes. All right. <laughs> So let's talk about how you're feeling about Jimmy Butler, because I have my thoughts. Yeah, a little behind the curtain, you know, how the sausage is made. Uh, We tried recording this before. We got into a, a very spirited debate. So let's try this again. How do you feel about Jimmy Butler's antics? I know you empathize with them. Tell the people at home how you're feeling. I personally love the fire. It reminds me of Michael a lot. I know he doesn't have the accolades or the spotlight or the stats to back up with. Michael Wolf should do this. For myself, I honestly think he has a problem more with management, like Scott Lane. Like, he doesn't really necessarily have a problem with Tibbs because he's president of basketball operations and the coach and he loves him. The players, I think he's doing it also to establish the pecking order in this organization of who is the guy and what he wants out of the younger players. I know it's very loud. It's not <laughs> very loud is an understatement. This is I've never I can't recall anything like this. It's shouting. It's what Kawhi did without the injury. Yeah, it's basically what Kawhi did, except Kawhi is the quietest person on the planet. Yeah, but the craziest thing about it is that he's actually playing on the floor. You know, like at the end of the day, it comes down to the respect that Jimmy wants from the organization. Yep. But the man loves basketball so much that he's on the floor playing the most minutes. <laughs> that is that is a fascinating way to describe it. I would describe it differently, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he is on the floor being their best player. So you know, it's not like yeah, he's yeah. holding it against the organization that he feels slighted against that. Well, he probably of. is. He's just playing here's what i would say okay do you have anything more to say before i give my thoughts and then we can get into it the other thing i'll say too is how the players have reacted how cats reacted i feel like cats take it harder to win oh for sure yo have you heard um the wiggins quotes about in response to all this like wiggins like yeah you know i don't know what's going on but at the end of the day i want that guy on my team i'm like yo yo have some self-respect man like stand up for yourself you're one of the highest (laughs) prospect young players in the league you gotta like you can't be taking that nonsense you know what i'm saying you can't just be like he's like he's in, has stockholm syndrome like oh jimmy butler maybe is the man he's made it to the second round of the playoffs what have i done maybe i really should be following this guy you know okay sorry should i go should i just get into it just go, just go. all right dude okay listen i like jimmy butler a lot his game is nice when he's healthy he's a top 15 player in the nba probably just being pretty conservative too like that dude plays hard he competes at both ends of the floor love him 
My problem is he's carrying himself like he's an NBA champion, like he's a legend, like the team owes him something. It's very entitled, rubbing the wrong way. I mean, the eternal struggle of me and Arby's relationship is I love Clay and he loves Jimmy. Yes. They're super different players. Both are awesome players to have on a team, but I like... I like Tim Duncan, you know? I like guys that just put their head down, grind, you know, try to empower other people, and just let their game speak for himself. And with Jimmy, he's letting his emotions kind of take over, and I think that's okay sometimes. He did say the Rachel Nichols interview. He was like, that's just all me, just all my emotions on the court. But I want Jimmy to do it in a way that's going to really make Cat better and Wiggins better. Like, you know what's funny? Wiggins might be better because of this. Like, he's playing well. No, that's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. But I don't really care about Wiggins. Wiggins can get traded. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They can make cap space for Jimmy Butler to make his money. Okay, and then we'll get into the contract stuff with Jimmy in a second. But Cat is, I mean, Jimmy said it himself. He thinks Cat's the most talented player on the Wolves. And he said Wiggins has the most God-given talent. What the hell is, what's the difference? I think (laughs) talent is more skill-based. And then I think he meant, like, Andrew has all the tools. Out of the athleticism? Yeah, athleticism. Sure, sure. I think, honestly, Andrew Wiggins has the most athleticism and body build and length to be. Yeah, he has the the tools. He has the tools to be better than, like, Ben Simmons and, like, LeBron. Well, I wouldn't say better than Ben Simmons, but, like, I mean, potentially as good as Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah, Um, I'm talking about, like, athletically gifted, you feel me? Yeah, but I want him to do it in a way that empowers other people. I mean, he didn't end well with Chicago Bulls, you know? This is two franchises that he's somewhat destructively imploded. Not a good track record. I think his game is good, and I think people like him, but I don't know that it translates to him being a great locker room guy. I think it's the same. I think the locker room's fine, because all the players are okay, right? Are they? Yeah, I think none of the older players, like Taj, like no one's complaining about him. Well, Taj has like a yeah. They're they're Tibbs's guys, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just a matter of getting Cat and Wiggins on board. Well, that's the thing. Even when he got traded from the Bulls, that he wanted to stay a Bull. The Bulls, obviously, when we're talking about Jimmy being traded from the Bulls organization, the Bulls chose the coach over the player to be the main piece. They want to run Hoiberg's up and down system because that's what's part of the NBA right now. And Jimmy just wasn't part of it. He was part of the old regime, which the president and the GM, Garpax, just hated Thibs. They kicked Thibs out of the Bulls, and then they shipped the last piece of him, which Jimmy is kind of an extension of Thibs, so it just clashed with everyone. Right. Jimmy admitted that when he got traded to Minnesota, and he thought he would be different with management on the Wolves, which was horrible. And you you disagree? How do you feel about Hoiberg? Well, actually, I don't know. Do we want to keep talking about Hoiberg? We don't need to talk about the Bulls. I mean, I like the Bulls, but we're they, talking about Jimmy Butler. Yeah, we're talking about Jimmy Butler. The Bulls lost by 20. They're trash. Anyways, with Jimmy playing so well the first two games, or the team playing with at least a lot of effort, um, I don't think Tibbs is going to trade him. I think Bibbs is going to try to ride this out as far as he can. Yeah, I think if they're in the position to win, to be a high seed in the West, which is typically going to be terrifying and hard to do, I think he'll probably end up playing the rest of the season out because Thibs is going to hold him hostage and ask for the most ridiculous offers. Unless, Well, clearly he tried to pull that crap with Riley. Yeah. Pat Riley. Uh, unless they do suck, but I don't see it right now. They're playing hard. It looks like it lit a fire under them. Okay, I'm so confused. You had mentioned his contract before, and that's really why I think he's playing. He's playing because he needs to make his oh, yeah. money, and wherever he ends up, he you know needs. He to wants be to able get to paid. Prove yeah. that he's exactly. He, he needs to get paid. Yeah. 
But my, I don't understand because last year when he was healthy, the Timberwolves were a three seed for mm-hmm. a long time until um, you know Portland started rising because Jimmy Butler got injured. He got hurt. Like that's the best position for him to win, and that's what he says that he wants. If he wants to win, I don't know why you'd want to go to the Nets. Like what he said, the Nets and the Clippers. The Clippers, like, the Clippers <laughs> maybe, but. I guess you it would put them into like you know top four or five seed. Yeah, I, with the Clippers. But you could be a three seed if you're a Timberwolf. Yeah. Maybe even a two if you can just you know kind of gel. Well, yeah, it comes down to the contract because with the NBA, I feel like your pay grade kind of dictates your pecking order on, in the organization. You know, if you're the highest paid player, you're like the main. Yeah, guy, and I just you know? disagree with that. And that's coming from yeah. a Warrior fan where you know Clay and Draymond were making more than Steph for a couple seasons before Steph eventually got paid out, and everybody knew he was going to get paid, paid out. out yeah. But Jimmy Butler should not really be worried about other people's contract. If he's as good as he thinks he is, as everybody regards him, stay healthy, gel with your teammates. Let the Minnesota Timberwolves figure out the cap situation. Maybe they can trade Wiggins or, you know, figure it out. Yeah, like, I, I think it, the time wasn't now for him to really worry about that. Yeah. $103 million extension is pretty good given the fact that he maybe will play 60 games a season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I think well, if you compare the Warriors organization to the Wolves organization... That's yeah, a, I mean, and I get that the Warriors are different. Yeah. That is completely different. Also, the markets, right? The Warriors can kind of afford to pay all you guys because of right. how much money is within the market of the Bay Area. No, but, but what I'm saying is from an ego perspective. Yeah. Also, I think the GMs come to play a lot. The way he called out Scott Layden specifically, I think... Oh, why does he have to throw a temper tantrum at Wiggins and Cat? Just because Well, just they, because... They, you know, they have a different mindset than he does? Yeah. And he didn't throw a temperature. He called them out. He straight up said, like, if Cat wants to be that, the player that he says he is, I told him to come at me and be more aggressive. I think he just wants them to be more assertive than they already are because both guys typically are, are super laid back even in, like, yeah. natural life. So I think that's what he's just trying to pull out of them. Yeah, but there are ways to do that in a healthy way, in a way that, you know, I mean, Michael and Kobe have horror stories, but yeah. I think overall they did bring out the best out of their teammates, you know what I'm saying? Whereas this is not. Also because from Cat's perspective, Cat's going to be the best big man in the NBA someday. Jimmy Butler is a hard worker and a strong-minded player. Yeah. And he plays two ways. But he's only made it to the second round. He's never gone through it. I could see it rubbing this entitlement. He knows he has Thibodeau to back him up, Taj to back him up. D-Rose yeah. isn't going to let you know. It's like a political temper tantrum. Like, if he were on another team, there's no way he could get away with that. But it's because he's on this particular... It's a very strange thing where he's like half the teammates are like his old teammates and old coach. But then you have these two new guys that are probably the future of the franchise. You See, know? I think it's mostly too like of how differently Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns kind of came up from the system that Jimmy did. Yeah, sure. Jimmy's story is the most inspiring as a sense of coming from nothing. Right, right, right. He was homeless. He's homeless. Got a scholarship to Marquette. Yeah, he was Juco Project, Marquette, 30th pick. So he's always had to work. He's always had a chip, for sure. Yeah, so that's why I think for him, when he saw these guys, Andrew making 150 mil, $30 million a year from this point going forward. Cat just signed his extension for five years, 190 mil. I think for him, it's just like, you're paying these guys off their potential, their talent, their God-given talent. He just wants the organization to pay him for the work he puts in, which... Or, I mean, we don't know the front office stuff. Maybe, Yeah, that's but... the thing. We don't know. And all I've ever heard about Scott Layden is he's great about money and making money. He's a mm-hmm. shitty basketball-knowledgeable person. I mean, listen, the Timberwolves don't have a great track record in terms of 
uh, being a well-run organization. Yeah, and KG just hates him. So at the end of the day, for me, it's like... But I just think there's a time where you can yell it and scream and be upset. Practice isn't one of them. Prove to them that you're worth it. I mean, we all know he's worth it, but let your game speak for itself, and then behind closed doors, you can do it. Like, you didn't have to fly out Rachel Nichols, bro. Come on, you knew what you were doing. (laughs) (laughs) But to pull it off is like... He didn't pull it off! The optics do not look good for Jimmy Butler right now. No one wants to trade for him. That's another thing. He picked a bad time to try to do this. Everybody's cast face is up. But to pull it off... He did pull but off you, the greatest, like, yo, Rachel, come out. I'm going to practice. It's going to be I mean, great. I guess he pulled it off, but doing something and doing something and having everybody enjoy it are two different things. Um, and you want him to stay Minnesota Timberwolf? I want him to go wherever he's happy. Yeah. Oh, that's very sweet. I hope Jimmy can be happy, too. All right, let's move on. We've talked about this for a long time. I uh, know. It's a great time. All right. Uh, let's move on to, okay, it's the beginning of the season. We're two games in. Let's go over who we think is going to be the top eight seeds. What do you think? Do you want to start with the East or the West? I will start with the East. Uh, luckily enough, okay. I did write this down. <laughs> oh, I did not, but we'll go with it. Okay. Well, I'll do eight East and then do eight West. So my first seed in the East is Boston, who, fun fact, today uh, lost to Toronto. Lost to Toronto! Who is my second seed in the East. Uh, my third seed is Milwaukee. Uh, my fourth okay, so seed is okay. Philadelphia. My fifth seed is Indiana. Sixth seed is Washington. My seventh seed is Cleveland. And I put Chicago in there for my um, eighth seed. <laughs> just for nepotism? Just so, you know, ride or die. You see red, right? Yeah. But honestly, I think Brooklyn's going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. It's not a bad pick. You had Cleveland at seven, huh? Yeah, Cleveland at seven. Which... Yeah, that's really good. You know, I think it's changed. Seeing Toronto has changed what I think. So at number one, I have the Boston Celtics. I just think they have way too much talent, and they just have to figure out the chemistry, um, minute distribution, and they'll be good. And originally I had, who did I have? You had Philly. I had Philly at two, but um, yeah, I'm going to put Toronto at two. I really like their team. They have a lot of scrappy B-minus players, and obviously Kawhi and Danny Green. They have a great coach and Nick Nurse. My uh, reservations were chemistry-related, it's a new coach, Kawhi. We didn't know what he was going to be. He looks pretty good right now. It does look really good. And it's a pivot from how good they were last year, I think. It's a lot like how people are kind of scared to put the Portland Trailblazers higher. Like, they just saw what they saw in the playoffs last year, and I think they're reacting to that. Oh, yeah, the, um, the sweep. Yeah, but I'm going to go ahead and put Toronto Raptors at two. I'm going to put Philly three. I just, I'm just an Embiid fan. He's like one of my favorite players in the league. And Ben Simmons is looking so good. I just, it's just a matter of Reddick getting on. Roko, Robert Covington, played a good game. Did he do well tonight? Uh, no, that was yesterday. No, no, he, he had a good yeah, game Yeah, he played yesterday. well yesterday. Did not have a good first game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, Markel um, Fultz hit his first three yesterday against the Bulls. I know, dude. Markel, we don't know what's going to happen with Markel. Uh, yeah, I'm super psyched. I'm putting them at three because I'm the most excited to watch them. I have worries. There are red flags for sure with Philly. But anyway, uh, I'm going to have milwaukee at four i think in my heart of hearts i probably think they're better than philly to be honest but yeah. i just like the top end talent that philly has yeah the young talent. yeah at five i'm gonna put the indiana pacers mm-hmm. just the solid team do they pick anybody up they picked tyreek evans tyreek evans that's right yeah i think that's gonna give them a little more offensive uh, options uh at six i have the magic Oh, not Magic. I'm sorry. I have the Miami Heat, the other Florida team. Uh, The Miami Heat. I'm going to have Cleveland at 7. And you ready for this? Yes. I'm putting Charlotte at 8. 
Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I'm I'm a fan of Kemba. Charlotte's kind of been in no man's land for a while. I think they're just in the mix, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Nets made it or. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, I missed the Wizards. Sorry. Let's push everything down. <laughs> Wizards are a six seed. That's who I'm missing. Wizards at six. Who's after? Magic? Or no, Miami Heat and then the Cavs. Or maybe I should put Charlotte over the Cavs. Hmm. Uh, Actually, I'll do that. Just to make it interesting, I'll put Charlotte at eight. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You, good? Good you, good? you feel good about now? You feel good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Tell us what it is in the West, bro. All right. So for the West, I had, of course, the Warriors first seed, Greatest the Rockets second seed, and the Spurs third seed. Slash, if the Wolves keep Jimmy Butler. Wow, you have the Spurs at three yeah. and the Wolves at three. Wow, tied for three. Yeah, if Jimmy Butler stays on the Wolves for the whole season, they'll be the third seed. That's a hot take. The okay. Spurs will be the fourth seed, and then the Jazz... I have after the Spurs, the Nuggets, the Pelicans. Oh, my God. Now I want to move up the Pelicans above the Nuggets. Yeah, I know, dude. Oh We've seen God. two games. And, oh, my God. <laughs> Drew Holiday eating. Freaking. Etuan Moore's killing. Yeah. is killing. Everybody's hitting. Yeah, dude. Julius Randle looks like. He looks good. So good. He looks so good. So good. I didn't know how he was going to fit, but he's fitting. Alvin Gentry is a god. He's an offensive he's genius. And, yeah. And then I have the Lakers and then the Blazers. Um, Blazers at eight, Lakers at seven. And you have the Pelicans at six? Yeah. So I might move okay. the Pelicans to four. Who knows? <laughs> you have the Spurs really high. I just love, I don't ever doubt Pop. And he got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with they you. Were the fifth or sixth seed last year without a DeRozan type of player. Were they four seed? No, no, who's four seed? No, they're seven seed because they played the Warriors first round, didn't they? Yeah, we played the Spurs first round, that's right. Miami stole a game from you guys, and then you guys played yeah. the Pelicans, and then you guys yeah. beat the Pelicans. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like your... I mean, the Spurs being that high is a wild card, but... uh, It is pop. Because, yeah, but they were a seven seed last year, and their team is certainly weaker... So wouldn't you well, think that? No, their team's not weaker. I think it as they. Well, yeah, it. okay. They have less of their rotation guys healthy right now, but they have DeRozan. They have an All Star and uh, or Marcus Aldridge. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Aldridge still playing well. For me, like yeah, Dante Murray's supposed to take a jump, but at the end of the day, it's like they still got DeRozan, which they didn't have Kawhi, so it's a plus regardless. It is a plus. It is a net plus. Yeah, and they played a good first game, so. We'll okay, so I'm going to go through my top eight in the West. Golden State, number one. Houston Rockets, number two. I'm putting, yeah, I'm putting the Jazz at three. And I'm putting... Yeah, they're putting your guys. Okay, I'm putting the Pelicans at four. Ooh. And I'm putting the Thunder at five. Lakers at six. Or Lakers at six or Portland at six. Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, they just they just won, guys. Just to rub it in my Laker friend's face, I'm going to put Portland at six. Lakers, seven. And now it's a toss-up between, like, Denver and, and the Spurs. Dang. Listen, and also, by the way, the Pelicans are only that high because we've seen two games. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. They would be, like, a seven seed otherwise, or a six seed. Yeah, I'm just going to put in Denver. I wouldn't be surprised if this was the first year that San Antonio didn't make it. Actually, yeah, I don't know how I feel about my rankings, but it feels right in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it's going to hold up over time. We were so in love with Denver. I remember the first time we did this. I I still am. Dude, Jokic is awesome. I, you know, Paul Millsap's awesome. Gary Harris, amazing. They, they have a lot of weapons. Yeah, their starting five is amazing looking. Like, they yeah. got Barton. Will Barton, yeah. Murray. Of, oh, yeah, Jamal Murray. 
Yeah, I hate Jamal Murray. That's a squad. That's like a leveled up version of what the Clippers have. <laughs> it's like what the Suns could be at one point, you know? Mm, ooh, I think the Suns have a higher ceiling. Yeah, like, well, yeah, no, that's what they can be at maybe at one point in their lives, but... Yeah, sure, sure. But I think potentially they have two all-stars in Den Booker and Aiton. Oh, uh, yeah. Josh Jackson will be a good wing for them. He was shooting well. I know, dude. He was shooting Finally. well. Yeah, when I saw the Suns, I got to see him. I was very happy to see him make improvements, and I was oh, hopeful, yeah. I'm hopeful for Josh Jackson. UA gang, UA gang. <laughs> I hate that he's UA. I'm glad he cut his hair though. No, shout out to Embiid though being UA. Yo, we got a squad out here. You do have a starting five. Yeah, dude. I mean, listen, you have nothing to worry about. We're not gonna be. No. I like how I said that I used the royal we. Like I'm <laughs> UA gang, UA gang. And I like how you like said you? you don't. You guys don't have anything to worry about, as in. I, yeah, you guys don't have anything to worry like about. I fold Nike all the time. It's funny. I don't own any Under Armour shoes, but I do like a lot of my running shirts in athletic. Actually, I only have Under Armour shirts and upperwear. I don't have any shorts or anything. But, you know, shout out to the originators of dry wicking technology, gang gang. Yes, this is great technology. I applaud them. Uh, thank you. Thank you. What else do we need to talk about before we get into bets? Well, I think that was it, man. The first season of basketball has got me hyped. I'm hyped, dude. It's going to be a good season. Also, a player that I do love right now that I drafted in one of my fantasy teams is Jared Allen. Just shout outs to Jared Allen. Okay, I don't know anything about Jared Allen. <laughs> Just watch out. Now Dario is my guy. Jared Allen's my yeah. guy this year. Yeah, I do like Dario. Okay, I, I don't know who Jer- anything about his game. I'll, I'll keep an eye out on him. Keep an eye. That's to all sure. the listeners. Sure. <laughs> all right. Should I move on to uh, bets? Yes, bets, bets. All right, we're gonna bet. Uh, bets. bets. Who wrote these bets? Uh, I think AJ did. AJ did. I think right. Oh, there's only one. Oh no, actually, we'll have we have two bets for that one. Okay. We just do those two. I have no problem with that. Uh, Monday, there's a lot of games. Monday, Golden State Phoenix. Who scores more points, Booker or Clay Thompson or Booker? Yeah, sh- battle of the shooting guards slash point guard. I'm down. I'm down with that. All right, I'm definitely picking Devin Booker. Young Book. Young Book. Shots that I took, wet like a book. Yep. When do you think he's gonna make an All Star year? Is this the year? When they win. <laughs> That's the. No, I don't think you think so. Yeah. I th- well, now DeRozan's in the West, so it's deeper. DeRozan's in the West. Like, Jimmy's in the West. Like, what are you going to do? What if Chris Paul's healthy? You know, like... I think uh, Devin Booker's leapfrogged Chris Paul. Um, or this is what I think. He might even have leapfrogged Clay Thompson in terms of excitement. Well, yeah, he's the main option. Exactly. But I feel like Clay's going to be a shoe in every year because you guys are going to have one of the top two records and he's going to post efficient stats and he is the third option. So, yeah, I mean, last year was the first year where I heard a little bit of grumbling about Clay being in it just because yeah. he is the third option. But, but I think Draymond yeah. is the first one out of the four of the All Star game. Well, yeah, okay, but Boogie, I think, oh, might yeah, be first well, just because. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we'll do that one. You're clearly picking Clay, and I'm clearly picking Devin Bucker. Um, we'll pick a Sunday game. Um, damn, y'all play a back-to-back already? Sheesh. No. Is that a home back-to-back too? Okay, I definitely don't want to watch the Magic versus Celtics. That's whack. Spurs versus Lakers? Uh, do we want to do another Lakers one? No, I don't want to do another Lakers one. What's the one on Saturday? Let's do a Saturday game. Oh, Raptors versus Wizards. That's not bad. Oh, yeah, yeah we'll do that one. Yeah, what would be better? Uh, Lowry versus Wall. Oh, that's really good. Let's do that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Lowry versus Wall. Okay, let's make a side bet. Who scores more? Who gets more assists? Okay. I like it. I'm going to say Lowry scores more, but Wall gets more assists. All right, fine. I'll go opposite of you because I was going to do the same. You're going to do the same thing? <laughs> yeah. Fine, I can switch one of them. No, no, no. It's fine. I'll say Lowry gets more assists and then... Wall scores more? I, I like it. Yeah. We'll go with Should it. we do one more? Or are we good? Uh, how many is that? Four? 
Yeah, and then we have the Monday game, right? Oh, yeah, we have the Monday game. That's right. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Devin, yeah, Monday. Devin Book. I mean, it's not nationally televised, but Devin Verker, the Phoenix Suns versus Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Right now, as we're talking, the Warriors are playing the Jazz. Let's take a look at what's going on there. Uh, oh, it's a close game. You guys are down by two. I mean, it's early. Wait, is it second quarter? Started the second quarter. Plays okay, 0 for okay. 2 from 3. Trash. It's only two shots. It's fine. Uh, he's 2 for 5 altogether. Trash. Not bad. 40%. That's only one shot away from being 500. Yeah, yeah. He's also 0 for 2 for 3, so. Dude, when was the last time he made a 3? Uh, he made one. His first, he made the first one. So last he game, went but, 1 uh, for 8, so he's missed 9 in a row. <laughs> it's okay. Shooters go and shoot. He's going to catch his rhythm. Want him to keep shooting. Not worried about Clay Thompson. Jurepko looking good. I like Jurepko. He brings something else to the bench that we don't really have, like outside shooting. And um, size. A big outside shooter. Yeah, exactly. Size and shooting. And he's fairly athletic. I didn't realize how tall he was. How old is he? He's pretty young, right? 28? Um, no, he's 30. Oh, okay. Let's take a look at Utah's stats. It's not all about the Warriors, guys. Jingles, two for four. That's pretty good. Uh, Mitchell's had a rough start of the year, guys. Not going to lie. No, his first game was pretty good. His first game was fine. Exum looked really good, though. No, he shot eight for 21 the first game. Three for 10. And it was against Sack. Eight for 21? Okay. Do you think that like he was so unexpectedly outstanding last season that expectations are too high? So he's going to not regress, maybe, but you know, defense is no to hone in on him, you know what I'm saying? I think he's going to have a tougher round. I think the greatness of Donovan Mitchell was the fact that no one thought he would be great. Right, right. Like, now everyone expects him to be even better, which is always, yeah. like, it's a hit or miss with certain players, you know? Like, they made the playoffs. They won a playoff series this first year. Like, what else do you want? I think him and the team growing together is more important than his personal stats, and I think mm, it'll happen. Gobert is like a great option if they want to win more. They still have Rubio yeah. there as a main facilitator. Now that's the thing too. Rubio went down last year, so he had a lot yeah. more ball handling duties. If he doesn't have the ball as much in his hand, then. But it's not like Rudy Gobert's a ball handler. He just no, like, no. I'm had talking to... about uh, Rubio. Oh, Rubio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love him. Does he still have the man bun? I think so. I haven't watched him play though. I've always been a fan of Rubio. Um, hey, real quick. Of course, uh, you're a fan of Rubio. Of course you're a fan Why? of Rubio, because the Wolves took him before Steph. <laughs> he, they did, they did. That's right, I forgot about yeah, that. Um, real quick, before we wrap this up, who's your bet for MVP? Giannis. Giannis? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with AD. It's not just because he was killing it the last two games. It's really... I just think he's the more complete player. Giannis is unbelievable, but... It'll be interesting. With Giannis, it's just a matter, literally, to me, it's just a matter of if they can make the three seed or not. Yeah, yeah, AD. Yeah, I think people will be more forgiving if they aren't as strong record-wise just because they're in the West and he's doing a lot. This is me, though. Rookie of the year, Rody. Who is it? Oh, DeAndre. DeAndre Ayton? Yeah, DeAndre just looks too good. I'm going to go with Luka. AD went with Trey Young when we tried this last time, right? I think so. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Luka looked good game one. Who did AJ pick for MVP? Uh, did you pick Giannis? Kawhi? I think Giannis. I think, he I think you guys both went with Giannis. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Luka for Rookie of the Year. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if it was someone like Wendell Carter or Mo Bamba. Oh, no. I don't I don't think it's Marvin Bagley, and I don't know that it's Jaron Jackson Jr. But the other two, Wendell Carter and uh, Mo Bamba, I think they have a chance. I think Bamba isn't getting as much burn. Yeah, actually, yeah. Maybe not Bamba, but Wendell Carter. Uh, yeah, Bamba had it. Oh, good lord. Trash game today. Oh, really? But he had a good first game. He was like 8 for 13 or something. Yeah, he's 0 for 4 today. Minus 20. Ugh. Who's the starting center on that squad? Uh, Vucevic. Oh, Vucevic. Yeah. Nikola. 
Nikolov. I have all three Nikolovs in our team, in our, our draft. Or, or, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. In your fantasy team? Hey, uh, low-key. Yeah. I remember we did most improved, and I did say Will Barton. I'm telling you right now, it could be Jared Allen, and then also Seti Osmond. Seti Osmond's a good pick. Yeah, he's playing he's good. killing, bro. He is low-key just taking over that small forward position that LeBron left. And he's killing Yo. it for his two games. Um, <laughs> yeah, Seti Osman's a good one. You know who my dark horse is? Who? My dude, Nick Stauskis. Oh, Let's go. Castillo? Yo, did you see his stat line game one? That was unbelievable. Yeah, Sas Castillo right there. No, that's a, a definite early overreaction. But <laughs> my dude, shout out to Sacramento Kings, shout out to Philly. I used to shoot with him all the time in 2K, man. I loved him. At least, you know, Seti has two games and he's the starting small forward. So you go with the backup shooting guard. <laughs> Hey, man, it doesn't matter. Most improved is most improved. It doesn't matter if you're starting. It doesn't matter if you're on the bench. True, true, true. You got a point there. Well, this was a lot of fun. Do we have anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it. I think that's it right now. The flop is back. Episode one in the books. Yes. Um, real quick, what's the Bulls record at the end of the year? Um, I'm going to say under 30 wins. I was going to say like 29. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to give you a little love. I really like it. It just depends on when Laurie comes back. I'm going to say 32. That's the hard part is that we don't know when Laurie's coming back. I know. My guy. He's going to be one of my pet players. Like the same way I feel about Chris Dapps and Embiid, I think I'm going to feel about Laurie in a couple of years. Nice. Well, I do love the man. I do love the man. All right, Brody. I love you. All right, man. It's a lot of fun. Hey, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please, if you like what you heard, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Links are in the description, but at Andrew Rim, at our Bizzle with three Zs, at AJ Raphael, and at the Flop Basketball. Follow us! Yay! Yes, catch us on the flop side, baby. Yeah. That's cool. Drew, I'm, I am sorry, though. What? No, no, um, if it's a little loud when my headphones died. Dude, it's fine. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. It's about content. It's not about audio quality. Right, as long as cool. it doesn't sound too bad. Well, you might hear yourself, too. That's the only problem. Oh, you the whole time? Oh, no, no, only for when my headphones died. You couldn't find another pair of headphones? No, the stupid iPhone. Bulls lost by 20, they're trash. Anyways.